Hello and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, my pronouns are he, him, and I'll be your storyteller for this game about living gods on the wrong side of the law. Joining me for this game is... Hey there guys, my name is Tyler, my pronouns are he, him, I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire-aspected street exorcist. Hi everybody, my name's Christina, I will be playing Elion. My pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. They are a water-aspected investigator. Hi, everyone. My name's Cody. Pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman. Hi, my name is Britt, and my pronouns are she and her. I play a wood-aspect named Rush Ferris, who has a ferret familiar named Zeke. Together, they specialize in archery, larceny, and dance. Hi, I'm Michaela Sheher, and I'll be playing Tirali of House Regara, an Earth-aspected leader of a small military force known as the Tyrants who cooks the books for the gang. And this is Exalted, Like a Dragon-Blooded, Act 2, Sins of the Family. All right, so with the first solar eclipse in the last 750-ish years happening before your uh, very eyes, and now to some of you, two beams of gold coming from the uh, opposite ends of uh, of Chiroscuro. Who wants to take up uh, their reaction to all of this? Who wants to start us off? Because this is definitely not normal. If I remember correctly, it was me, Michaela, me, Tarali, Manami. It might just be us three up in that room, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. So after the uh, whole ordeal with Manami and figuring all that bullshit out, um, I'm sure they're all just kind of talking with each other about everything. And Ferris just kind of stops and stares outside the window and starts to uh, walk closer as if like transfixed on something. Um, are you guys seeing what I'm seeing? Manami uh, looks out and, go- and looks between Ferris and Tarali and then looks out and goes, yeah, this is some fucking weird, spooky ass shit. The, I, I've never seen a, I've never seen the sun do that before. Uh, Tarali being a person of action uh, while Minami and Ferris are looking out the window is going to kind of go to the door and let her point of contact person know for her army to be on standby and to get closer uh, to where she's located. What do you guys think it is? I've, I've never seen that before. Uh, Torelli's, uh point of contact guy uh, basically gives like a, a salute and uh, starts sending out the message to people to start uh, getting together and uh, getting ready to move out if the boss gives a uh, Gives the message. Um, in response to Ferris's question, before I answer, would uh, how much would Trolley know, given her history with occult objects and her recent acquisition of the spooky occult book? Uh, would she have any information she could give Ferris about what it could potentially be? Um, 
If you could give me an intelligence and a cult role, it's going to be at a much lower difficulty for you since you have spooky occult book. And I know that you have some background in this. All right. Five. Five successes is pretty fucking rad. After your cursory glance through the spooky new occult book that you have and just kind of background knowledge that you've absorbed through your time doing some uh, weirder research for House Regara, you immediately basically put two and two together. The first is that, well, there has been an eclipse for 700 years. Which is incredibly rare and a very bad omen. The other thing that you notice when you look out and see those golden lights is, well, (laughs) with five on those successes and your background and everything, you can see the animas of two solars from uh, this height that were recently either either they've been in town hiding their presence and someone pissed them both off at the same exact time or more likely there are two exaltations that are happening right now and your knowledge of solars when that they first start exalting they hit a thing called essence fever it happens to dragon blooded too but it's a little and It can be a little hairy, especially for fire aspects. Uh, Sometimes there's casualties in the line of exalting. But for solars, it's everything that that you've read historically says that it's bad. Like, like if five fire-blooded friends or fire if five fire aspected friends all exalted at the same time on the same crowded playground okay well then i would explain to uh Ferris, i mean to me that uh the rareness of what's going on and or manami sorry um and the rareness of what's going on and that basically um there's probably some exalting solars and Things might get um, a little rough, so we should be preparing to not get caught in the crossfire or to defend against it. How do we even prepare for something like that? I mean, then how far away is this stuff? One of them is in Grandmother or Great Mother Bright's district, or Grandmother Bright. It, it's one of them, <laughs> which is. Mm. on the other side of the uh, on the other side of the inner city from you all whereas the other one is uh, it's it's in the outer city it's probably closer to where that the uh, the 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 docks are and close to where that the guild buildings are okay so fairly uh, one of them is fairly close, yes, which is the one that's on that's also in the inner city with you all. 
Uh, the docks are further away. So how do you even prepare for something like that? And are we too close? We need to like, get further away? Uh, pro- probably. I would say we are probably too close. Um, as far as preparing, I um, distance is, is a probably a good preparation. Um, I just want to make sure everybody knows what's going on, though. Like, I don't want to just up and bail with us having people in the city right now. Okay, so do we wait for the others to come back, or should we probably we should probably go find right? Yeah, most likely we should probably find them. Um, hopefully, one of my guys maybe have seen them since they're starting to head back this way and can give us an idea of where we need to head to get our folks together. With that, like as soon as Tarali's done talking, Ferris is going to like put her like finger up, as in like one moment, and then runs into her room and comes back with like an extra layer to kind of hide what she looks like a little bit like to mask her hair maybe something with like a hood i'm ready if you are um i can i, I know i still need to uh not be out in the open as much but this seems kind of important manami nods to you all and uh looks looks down and just kind of goes i'll uh I'll go see about gathering the rest of uh, rest of our crew from the uh, the other families. I can uh, and kind of like taps on his nose. Everybody ate at my place within the last week, so I can kind of track them down pretty quick. Um, yeah, I'll I'll see about them uh, taking cover. You uh, you all be safe out there, okay? I'm gonna like walk right up to Minami and like I don't know how much taller he is than her, but she's gonna try to like get real close and like look at him with her eyes squinted, and she's gonna take her finger and point at him. Next time, you won't get the upper hand. And then she'll give, like, a smile. He he nods to you and, like, basically heads on out. So, with all of that happening, um, who else would like a chance to interact with this? You said that the light happened, like, right around the corner from where we were driving my horse, right? Yeah, yes, that is definitely the adjective that you would use for a horse, but... uh, Drive my horse <laughs> to the old town road. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yes, I'm riding my is, horse. It is happening right around the corner from you and Resh Falar. And I probably know quite exactly what that means, right? Yes. You pro you having having been a former Immaculate Monk, and also having some being someone who is specifically using uh an artifact weapon that has uh demon's gold or Ori Calcum. In it, it's pretty easy to tell what that is. I'm gonna kind of like look back to Falar. Well, that ain't no good. No, that definitely is not good. But we gotta peek around the corner and see who the fuck it is, though, right? I mean, it would be rude not to. I'm glad we're of the same mind. And I go and peek around the corner and see who it is. Okay, um, I would like your horse to roll uh, dexterity and stealth for me. My horse to roll dexterity and stealth. <laughs> or you can roll dex and stealth. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, I'll do that, because I don't know what the fuck my horse's stats are right now. <laughs> right, I, it, it's somewhere. It is somewhere in all of this mess. I don't have any stealth, because I'm not a chump. So. Oh shit, oh shit, I found your horse. Uh-oh. Does my horse have stealth? Uh, 
Uh, do you have stealth? No. No, this horse does not have stealth. What's my horse's deck, though? Seven. Okay, we're on the horse's decks. <laughs> my deck is only four. It makes you feel better, Tyler. I only have one stealth myself. Yeah, it, the horse got two successes. I mean, that's pretty fucking stealthy for a horse. For an eight-foot-tall fire horse, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So the horse... So Lucille, the horse, clops up as silently as she can. Kind of pokes her head around the corner and gives off a little horse like. And. You can through your. Sacred bond with your with your sacred bonded spirit, not spirit animal, but you're like you're familiar. You can feel that this horse is frightened at what that she sees. And I assume that you guys are going to poke your head over. I like to think that it's like there's the corner. And then I poke my head out at the bottom, and then it's Falar, and then at the top, it is Lucille's head. And we all peek out at once. <laughs> yeah, we peek around too. I do anyway, I can't speak for the NPC. You see. Uh, you haven't seen him really for roughly a year or so. He's been kind of... He he doesn't really uh, like he sticks around with the family, but he doesn't really stick around you too much. Okay. Um, you see a vaguely familiar form of one of the young man who Elian helped get into the family uh, after that she and you all helped uh, save his sister. He oh. is glowing gold. His fists are bloodied, and there is a guild member whose head is caved in by his fists. And you can see his sister in the background uh, screaming her head off. Oh. Oh, my. Well. Uh, His name was Idris, if I recall. Uh, you can hear without having to know about the role or anything. You can hear him going like, boom, like just the sound of like fist hitting meat. Ever touch my sister again. This guild member is dead, has been dead. And he is just punching meat. Falar looks to you and goes, Hey, uh, Ricky, we should probably get out of here before he decides to turn those big gold fists on us. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with no anathema. Let me review my intuacies real quick. Hmm. I'm torn. I can't, you know what? I can't help it. Brendan. I okay. can't help help it. Uh, I'm just going to slow clap, like from from like with my head sticking my core. I'm just gonna like slowly clap for him beating this guy who tried to assault his sister to a to a literally dead meat. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna clap. 
He looks up at you with all the rage of the sun that has been slighted for the last 700 years by your kind in his eyes. You can see on his face, on his brow, is a burning uh, sunburst. So, you know from your from your knowledge of uh, you know from your time studying the Immaculate Philosophy before you swore off the monkhood that people with that symbol on their forehead are known as the Forsaken. They were the most cruel and brutal of the anathema, something that you are very clearly seeing uh, right here in front of you. Yeah, for a while, maybe let's go. Uh, I'm going to fucking go. <laughs> he stares at you, nods in like this appreciative nod, and then goes back to his sister who you can hear screaming her head off. Keep in mind, the Immaculate Philosophy teaches that when that someone exalts as a solar, they've given their mind and body over to a demon who has now hollowed them out and is now puppeting them. That's what the... the monk philosophy... That's what the monk philosophy teaches. Have I learned anything else in my time? Well, I mean, you did work with like two solars uh, trying to escape jail, right? And my like my, my my homie best friend is also like the vessel of a god. Yeah. So maybe everything that the uh, that uh, the Immaculate Order teaches uh, the common people isn't right. Right. I mean, obviously. And if in, in my mind, if Ricky had a sister and someone tried to like assault her, I'd be I'd probably kill a dude. I don't know if I'd paint the sidewalk with his face blood, but I'd kill a dude. Anyway, yeah, I'll leave him be. <laughs> okay, you're gonna leave him be. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll have to do a rain check on and like on the on the on that there curry for uh, maybe another time. Maybe when there's not, you know a guy painting the sidewalk with a guy's blood. Maybe another time. Yeah, if I'm gonna be quite honest, I'm not very hungry right now. Hmm. That makes one of us. Anyway. Uh, so you guys ride on off the sound of the sister screaming in the background, uh, fading into the rest of the, uh, the sound of the city. Yep. Falar at some point, like puts a hand on your shoulder and just like, it's the right thing to do. We don't want to get caught up in whatever that was. We have enough problems. Yeah, probably right. Probably right. You're not wrong. That's why they'd pay me the big bucks if we had any money. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see what Divine wants to do for a hot minute, because let's at least get Cody in a little bit in on this session. Man. I don't even know. Okay, I have something for you then. All right. After that, you had talked to Salon about liquidating uh, some of the assets and getting uh, people some money to kind of go around and kind of help things out. 
she looks to you and she goes, I'm going to need some time to go uh, out to my local contact and actually get that done. Would you mind watching the uh, would you mind watching the ox dragon in? Oh, man, I've got to actually work in one of our establishments. If you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Sure thing. I'll keep an eye on it. Thank, thanks, Divine. I, I just kind of have this feeling about you that you know how to do front of house work. So uh, you wait around for uh, all of this. And while this ha- is happening, there is a large group of people that you have never seen before that come in to uh, get checked in. Uh, they all are wearing, maybe not the, all of them, but the majority of them are wearing robes, have uh, like shaved heads. And uh, a few of them who seem to be leading them are carrying what look like large, well-made weapons. And even one of them is in what looks like artifact armor. Charging them double. The 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 lady in artifact armor uh, who has uh, like salt and pepper hair. Uh, she she's older, uh, looks probably closer to probably actually a little bit older than Salon's age, but she kind of keeps up her uh, her physique, which is impressive, to say the least. And that's coming from you, who has a uh, who has a significant other with a very impressive physique. Uh, but one thing that really sticks out about this person is, is that uh, every inch of her that is exposed is basically covered in scars. She walks up to the front desk, sets a gauntleted fist down with a loud thunk, and looks you dead in the eyes and goes. She sets her hand down and... Uh, sets the gauntleted fist and speaks to you in perfect high realm. Hello, Improprietor. We require multiple rooms. You see, we are here on a mission from the Immaculate Order. The rest of the town seems full up from calibration, but this could not wait. Oh, you're with the Immaculate Order. That rings a bell. uh, Y'all do good work. I, I, I've got a friend who's uh, one of yous. I'll tell you what. I'll, how many rooms did you need? He looks back and counts the heads and then gives you about a third of the amount of heads that are there. We will double up on cot or we will triple up on cots. Uh, we will need. 20 rooms. All right. Now, Brendan. You chose to make me do my job. Therefore, I'm going to do my job in your game. How much does a room normally cost? Uh-oh. <laughs> we're I'm, we're going we're gonna to say an amount. An amount. All right. So I'm going to take that amount. I'm going to take a quarter off of it because they're getting 20 rooms. That's double the 10 room minimum. Okay, so a quarter um, of an amount. And then I am going to charge them an additional... Um, taking 25% off and then charging an additional 40% because of the 20% upcharge for extra heads in the room. See, you're not even like trying to screw them over. You're just doing your job. She 
thinks about it once that you give her the amount. It takes a moment. And then she nods to you. This seems like a fair price, Improprietor. Is she calling me in proprietor or improprietor like in proprietor as okay. in inn space you are the proprietor of the inn <laughs> okay and to make sure um mm, i don't want to touch them i was gonna stick my hand out uh sure thing i will make sure your rooms are ready um, and have a couple guys bring the, uh, bring the cots out and start getting their keys. I appreciate your quick work. We will only be needing this for however long that it takes to track down our quarry. Oh, ab- absolutely. Uh, and just because... You're bringing so many rooms in. Uh, Here's a complimentary upgrade for yourself. Uh, Giving her the I'm going to go out on a limb here and uh, say that we have a suite that's made for spying on high up people because that's the thing you have at shady hotels. Okay. I can lower roll it if you'd like, but I figure if we've got underground tunnels, we probably have a spy suite. I'm going to say you probably have a spy suite and using it is going to be when the roll is going to be more necessary. Heard. At this point, she looks to you, says, do you know a Rogara banker in the area? A Regara banker. Uh, when she says this, she pulls out uh, an entire bar of jade and sets it down in front of you. Uh, Cody, for the record, this is about the equivalent of like resources for. Uh, uh, there, there was that one. Uh, do you have another like? Something more specific, like what type of Regara banker that you're looking for? A banker of House Regara. I understand where the the, uh, misinterpretation is. You are not of the realm, despite your fluency in our uh, lovely language. Uh, Only House Regara and other proper Dynast houses are allowed to trade in uh, are allowed to trade in jade as per the rule of the Scarlet Empress. Long may she reign. Oh, so this isn't payment for snitching on a Regara around the block. You're looking to trade this out. This is to be given to a Regara banker in exchange for your local currency. Hmm. I know I know someone of House Regara. She's not a banker, but all of House Regara are in some way connected with the bank. All right, then yeah, my my co-proprietor is is one then, I guess. She hands it over and then hands you like a bag to put it in. 
do not let your... Actually, are you, like, obviously exalted? Uh, yeah, I got the breeding. Okay. Is she giving me this face? Is 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 the uh is the face being used on me, Brendan? Yes, the fa- the 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 shocked face is being used on you as that she notices like some of the bits about how that like uh so, some some of the telltale signs of like an air aspect, and she kind of goes, "I see. It is rare to see a uh, a prince of the earth in such a place, but." I will not judge while we are on our sacred mission. You will not require the bag to touch the the holy jade. Do make sure it does not touch the ground, though. I would never think of dropping. Who would let money touch the ground? Huh. Peasants and fools, that's who. Them damn pores. It is their place as prescribed by the, by the Immaculate Philosophy. While it is not our place to judge them for their lot in life, maybe one day they can better themselves on the next reincarnation. One can only hope that they learn how to make money the way that we do. Hand over fist. You are a strange one in proprietor, but I will not look down on your strange culture. We are here to do a job. Uh, Divine is going to give them a uh, look shy and military salute. All right, cool. Roll join battle. (laughs) Time to go. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Speaking of joining battle, am I headed? I'm not headed there. I'd be headed back. Okay. Never no, mind. you guarantee you can guarantee the first person I'm telling about it is Ricky. <laughs> she 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 notices your military salute and just kind of nods. I see. That is why that you are so backwards. And she's going she and the rest of her uh people are going to Go and take those rooms. Cody, if you want to give me an intelligence and lore roll to figure out what the fuck is going on here, you certainly can. Or you can tell me what you think is going on here. Man, I don't like when you do it back to me, Brendan. How do you think all the fucking NPCs in Glassholm <laughs> felt? Yeah, but they they were hicks. That's how she feels about you. Uh, you said, uh, what would what, you say? Uh, you can do an intelligence and war roll to figure this out, or I'll just let you take a guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing they're here hunting the uh, un- the uh, solars that I don't know are here yet. What is so, plot twist? They're just hunting me. <laughs> they're just here for Ricky. <laughs> just, just me. <laughs> so you're going to take a guess at Wild Hunt? That's that's what my guess is. Uh, I'd like to make the roll anyways, because, you know, that's my shtick. Okay. Wild Hunt's just my Gennaro guess. Go for it. Do you want to stunt it in any way? Or, oh, okay. Let's... I'd be surprised that they were here for the solars because they just exulted. Like, if they came maybe, like, the next day or something like that. Christina, 
that's how the wild hunt works. That's why that no solars get out of there. Like that's why no solars besides the ones that exalt like super fucking far away from the realm actually live for more than a day. Uh, so with five successes, uh, yes, you are right on the money. That is a fucking wild hunt right there. Uh, you know that the wild hunt is only very rarely called in cases of uh, extreme anathema showing up, especially in highly populated areas. Um, normally, if ex if uh, anathema of this caliber have been identified, um, there's a pretty good chance that there's a lunar around. Lunars, as you may or may not know, are known for eating the hearts of, the, of their victims and then wearing their skin like a puppet. Oh man, it's almost like my heart paranoia makes sense now. Well then. Don't trust nobody. Got it. As, it, uh, as they leave and go on, uh, Regara Salon comes back in a hurry and looks to you and just goes, Divine, divine, we have to talk, we have to talk. Is, is it about uh, Anathema? I didn't know you had a spy network already set up in town. Uh, working on it, but uh, there's there we our hotel just filled up. Divine, there was an eclipse. Oh, yeah, that then that for sure. There, uh, man, timing's impeccable. Uh, we got a, we got a bunch of immaculate monks. What do you mean our hotel? Oh, there's a. God damn wild hunting town. Yep. We are going to have to tell Ricky. He's going to have to be careful. Yeah, uh, I did put the leader of the, uh, well, who I assume who appeared to be the leader in the uh, snooping suite. So we can keep an ear out on him. Oh, good choice. Good choice. Good choice. Usually the, the wild hunt, the wild hunts are, uh, really good at fighting and not the best at well like everything else well yeah she thought I was a peasant she wasn't gonna let me touch her jade wait you got jade uh, I'm gonna tan regard salon of the jade bar yeah I was told to give it to you cause you know peasants like me aren't worthy of holding it holy Girl at Empress be damned, they must be de they must be desperate if they're handing out jade bars. Well, I mean, I did upcharge them uh close to a 50% premium for uh triple packing rooms, but who knows? I don't know how they deal. Wait, they just admitted to triple packing their rooms right in front of you? Yeah, they said we're gonna we're gonna take 20 rooms and put uh put three people in each one. They really they, are stupid. Yeah. Yep. But hey, strong. You know what they say? Strong like dragon, dumb like wagon, rich like a bitch. He looks at the jade and goes, all right, well, you have some liquid assets now as well. Do you want me to go and fence this and get us some more? Or do you want to save this and maybe I can find someone to turn it into something? Uh, it, it might be at the rate things are going, uh, might be ideal to find somebody to 
turn it into something, uh, you know, <laughs> we might have to defend our little corner paradise here soon. Understood. I'll put it in the safe. If nothing else, it might be able to rent us an army for a little bit. Might be able to. All right. And then to wrap up for the night, we are going to swing back to Christina and Venif Seek, who are now observing the eclipse and the exaltations. So, Elian, all of this is happening. There's a corpse on the table, and Venif Seek here staring out a window, mouth agape at the eclipse. I assume when I don't know if they're at the same angle to see this or if Elion like sees it and turns around to look at it. Uh, but either way, they're going to they're going to look and just be like, oh, what? Huh. That's not right. That's very not right. And oh, my, there's tiny suns on the ground as well. That's not right at all. I guess it's good we're up here then. Yes, I suppose that it is. Well, the life of a gentleman investigator has never done it after that we solve the mystery of this man's death or at least come to a suitable conclusion for the day. We should certainly investigate the. Oh, this makes so much more sense why all of those monks were on the boat with me. You you had monks on your boat with you? So many monks. Does that mean you just recently came back to town? Uh, yes, just arrived. Uh, within, uh, just before calibration, in fact. Do you mind if I... I'm looking to travel at some point soon. Where were you at? Before this, why? I was in... I was in the Imperial City. Assisting Tepet Fukov with some of his regent duties. I've put it in. I've put it in the chat so you can uh, you. see how it's spelled. Yeah, Tepet Fukov is how I thought too, and I was like, no, that's not right. It can't be. It's Tepet Fukov. Oh, that sounds quite interesting. Yes, he was having a. Uh, he had called upon my aid after that I came down from, uh, after I came back from a vacation in Kamthahar. Seems that, uh, after his grandmother had gone missing, well, well, maybe it was great-grandmother. I can never keep the dynast lines in, in check. But anyway, after that she had gone missing, he was appointed regent, and then he's been having some fun with the patricians. And it seems that he misplaced one. So we got to the bottom of it. Quite a sticky situation, if I do say so myself. <laughs> but a gentleman never kisses and tells. So what would you have us do now? Well, as uh, I requested it, since you said you were amenable to doing it, could we make sure that all parts of the body are intact, uh, particularly the heart? Ah, I see, I see. You think this might be the work of anathema? Potentially. Um, 
And Elian just looks out at the light. It wouldn't be the first time we've had them in town. This bodes ill for you, especially if should the should the Empress return. Multiple anathema in town? You certainly do not want the sword of creation to be aimed at you. But I digress. There's my mystery afoot. And he's going to go over and clank with his armor over to the uh over to the uh the thing. Is there anything that you'd like to do before he starts doing this? Any like Oh, I don't believe him. He, the, all of his stories sound fucking made up. What is going on here? All that stuff can get verified later. I want to more watch how he handles this body, too, because that's going to paint an even better picture of him. Uh, did have a question. Are his hands, like, fully armored, too? Because it's probably going to be delicate work to look at the body. Uh, his hands are not fully armored. Um, so Ellen's going to look at him. Would you prefer to have any tools? And they're going to basically kind of like open up their little handy dandy like tool thing and just kind of be like, I can pull anything within reason out of here that could help unless you have your own implements. He looks to you and he take and he takes uh, from in from inside one of the pockets on uh, his armor and smiles to you and goes, don't worry. This armor is mostly here to protect me, but sometimes it comes in even more useful. You see, it has pockets. He pulls out a medical bag and starts pulling out like a bunch of medical instruments. Yes, pockets are indeed important. Um, And he gets to work cracking open the body of uh, Resh Ferris's older brother. With a uh, medical interest and lack of, not lack of care for the dead, but like, you know, he didn't know the guy. This is just a body to him that would give. That would bring a smile to Liv's face. Certainly no decorum. It's like this guy is practiced. I mostly want to, the big thing I want to check is to see if the heart's missing. That's the, the big first thing. Uh, he removes the arrow uh, the correct way. Um, and he opens up the chest cavity after a little bit of work. And when he opens it up. All of his organs are there, at least all the organs that you know about. Uh, are you medically trained, Elian? I have one dot in medicine. I'm going to say you know what organs are and a roughly how many should be there. Like I said, my main focus is the heart currently to make sure it looks like a people heart and hopefully his heart and somebody wasn't smart enough to take his heart out and replace it with a different heart that's not his. Just so we'll think that the heart didn't go missing because I'm paranoid like that. The heart is pierced where it should have been. It is certainly a person's heart. And it is certainly not pumping and drained of blood. Are there any other wounds in the heart besides the arrow piercing into it? I'm going to say this is going to be a perception and. Medicine roll. Um, can I attempt to do a little bit of a stunt with it? Assuming yeah. that he's letting me touch the body as he's working. Yeah, sure. Um, so as he is removing the organs to look at him, 
Elion is going to basically pull what would be the equivalent of gloves out and put those on. Very carefully take the heart up. Look where the entrance and exit wound should be from the arrow. Um, also making sure that he had to like cut it to remove it so it was still connected. Like All the ventricles and everything were still connected properly. And look to see if there's any other... Like a slight squeeze. I know you said it's drained of blood, but see if there's anything that comes out of any other areas other than the, the punctuated parts, I guess is the right way to phrase it, that would have been from the arrow. I'll give you a two-dot stunt for that. That's, uh, what was it? Uh, two dice and a success? Or two dice? Two dice, a success, and a willpower. But it can't go above your maximum. That's fine. I've been burning willpower. And you know what? I'm just gonna throw one auto success in here. With you get oh uh, with a willpower? Yeah. You said what was it? Medicine and perception? Yep. And visual acuity? I mean you're using your eyes. Look, I gotta make sure because there'll be one time I assume I get to use it because it makes sense, and it'll be like, no. If it was still in the ribcage and you were having to check mostly through touch, then I would say no. Eight successes. There is something off about the heart. It takes you a while to figure it out, though. As you feel around with it, it appears that while that it was also pierced, it was pierced Slightly as well in three other places. Not enough to, I don't want to say not enough to cause damage, but like it was clearly squeezed before you all grabbed it in three places that when that you map it out in your head, those three places look like they could either look like they could be like the thumb pointer and middle finger squeezing down on it as if they had claws on the end of it where the thumb only uh, punctures on where the thumb would be only punctures on one side. And then the other two fingers would puncture uh, fairly close to each other on the other. I think I've got a general headspace idea of what that looks like. Is there anything else you would like to do concerning the body or the anathema? Um, anything that I care about? Because this is my my big thought process was it's fucked with in this way. Um, I feel like I'm missing something, but I can't think what I'm missing at the moment. Uh, so I'm going to say. I'm going to put the the heart back after I've done that and sit and just kind of go through the rest of the process of going through the body and see if there's anything else off about any of the other organs or the body in general, maybe even skin tone or anything like that. Do you uh, inform him of the uh, the depression on the heart or are you going to keep that information to yourself? I'm going to wait to see what he has to say before um, I say anything about it. Basically, kind of keep the information close to my chest, but I'm not going to, like, 
not tell him I found it, but I want to see what he found before I give out what I think is reasonably important information. He looks it over and kind of like turns the heart almost like uh, almost like uh, Macbeth would the, the, the skull or whatever. And he kind of looks to looks to it and like seems to have found something of interest and then sets it back down on the table and looks to you and goes. It seems that somebody else has already made it to the heart before the we could possibly even before that arrow took him out. That's why I have suspicions that not only was the body moved, but it, we need to find where this happened at. Yes, we'll certainly have to figure out exactly where that this happened. But first off, do you have any idea what might have grabbed his heart? How much do you know about the occult? Well, a fair bit. I am a very well-traveled gentleman investigator, after all. Of course, you mentioned some of your exploits earlier. Um, you know of creatures being able to take heart blood and use it for nefarious means, yes? I think that is what happened here. Someone of his position, would it would behoove someone to be able to use it in some way like that. Ah, I see. Foul play indeed. But from the changing moons. Hmm. Aha, an idea. And he goes over and he scribbles out a, uh, he, he basically takes like a quill and he very rapidly begins to draw like this very beautiful picture that is of a, uh, that is of a claw strider. And he kind of like points at the claw of the claw strider. Uh, for those of you who don't know, a claw strider is basically a raptor. Um, and he goes, like this. This is what looks like it grabbed them. Elian's gonna look at that. Mm, that could be one theory. Um, I'd have to... It'd be easier if we had something more to compare it to. Um, for some reason, I, I don't think it's quite that, but again, that could be... It is definitely one theory. We'll have to... Trying to think how to proceed here as i said we, we might need to find the location and that will give us more information yes of course but i don't know that the city is exactly calm right now well considering is it, is it, that going on i'm sure there are plenty of people that are very either upset scared or something of that nature yes Let's let's reconvene at another time. Uh, you should probably go find your friends in, in the city, uh, assuming that you have some who can make sure that they're safe. I have full confidence that uh, my friends are able to take care of themselves, but also this is uh, a very trying time where bunkering down may be good for a little bit. Um, should we meet tomorrow to progress further. Once things have calmed in the city, you can find me here. 
Excellent. I will do just that. And then we're going to smash cut to everybody being back in the back in the back in the tower. Hey, yo, Ricky, you want to go burn my hotel down real quick? Together at that. What the fuck is wrong with your hotel? Uh, I've got an immaculate monk infestation. That does sound like some shit. They wait, paid a lot of wait. money, though. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, hey, alien. Yes? Yeah. Your boy Adrius beat a guy's face into a fucking meatloaf today. I'm sorry, what? Idris, that kid you brought by a couple fucking months ago? Yes, I'm aware of him him and his sister, Mai. He, uh... Are you aware that he's one of those fucking, fucking, uh, fucking things now? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that, yeah, yeah. That's... That is going to be an issue. Yeah. I... I'm going to put a pin in that for right now. He's going to put something in a lot of people. And by something, I mean his fist. He's, uh, he was literally beaten. He had beaten the guy to death and was like, uh, he was fucked up. Yeah. Problem. I, uh, I need someone to follow an investigator for me because I am not stealthy. Don't we get a thief? Don't we get a thief for that? A thief for that? What do you a mean? A thief. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. I guess I guess Ferris can't really fucking leave, can she? I mean, so I'll tell I'll tell your investigator if you keep an eye on my immaculate monk leader. I don't think you got to be super stealthy just because you know they're in the uh, spy on me suite, but might be something to pick up on. I mean, I can try. I'm not sure. Do you just want me to keep an eye on them? Yeah, you're better at, uh, you're a little bit better at information gathering than I am. Okay. I just need someone to keep an eye on this gentleman because I don't trust him at all. He seems well-versed in investigating, but rather pompous and full of himself. He definitely takes his position for granted and talks down to Literally, and one who is not of his position, and That's... quite treat Ferris's brother with the respect I think it deserved. I'm gonna punch him. That is, it was the same way with the monks. They, they thought I was a peasant. They thought I was one of the poor's, and told me I couldn't touch their dra- their jade. Yeah. Until they found, until they finally noticed my markings, and then were like, "Oh yeah, you can touch the jade." I guess they still think you're human garbage. Don't worry. It's always interesting to see how people treat others when they don't realize what that person's position truly is. Yeah, like if you're gonna call somebody a peasant, make sure they're a peasant first. Called me backwater, like I was from Glasshome or something. Elian's gonna give the description of this gentleman to the group. And uh, say his name is Vanif uh, Seek. So you might see him around. He is investigating this. We both came to the same conclusion that this was done somewhere else. And Ferris is very obviously 
been, well, I don't think he knows who Ferris is. I didn't quite get to that line of questioning because I didn't want to bring her name up because that would put her on his radar. But um, the arrows were old arrows of Ferris's. And there were puncture wounds, as if from long nails, in the heart. And no blood. To kind of give everybody the rundown of what Elian learned. Well, I know nothing about what any of that means. We know, Divine. We know. Are there any final rolls that anyone wants to make before that we uh, stop for the night? I was say, unless uh, Ricky wants to do a nice occult roll or someone wants to do a nice roll to like solidify what our uh, I can do that. Is. I can try to do that. An occult roll for what now? Essentially what quote unquote being we're dealing with here. Yeah, I can give it a give the old college try. Occult and what, Brendan? Wits? For which being? Just just basically to confirm what fucked with uh, Resh Balar based off of the information. Put the puzzle pieces together so Elian knows what Christina knows. <laughs> yeah, okay. pretty much. Uh, yeah, I'd say Wits and Occult. Okay. Should I also roll with my occult knowledge stuff? Yeah, actually, since both of you are well-versed in literally this topic. Three successes. Uh, do I get any bonuses for having a specialty in occult anathema warning signs? Uh, yeah, I'll, you would get an extra die for that. Two successes. Why are y'all so bad at this? <laughs> hey, three's a success. Fuck yourself. Gone ten dice, my man. Motherfucker, didn't you get, like, one success on 12 dice last time we played? Fuck off. Hey, hey, shut up. (laughs) So, uh, the both of you kind of uh, rack your heads about what's going on. Uh, Tarali with uh, her more extensive uh, knowledge through books and stuff like that, and Ricky more with uh, experience through life. It takes the better part of an hour to go through. But eventually you all do come across the mark of the lunar anathema. Uh, the, the moon specifically. Um, and the now and are basically given the knowledge that yes, these can in fact take on the form of another being if necessary. However, as far as everything that Tarali has read is concerned, if they die in a changed form, nothing ever says that they change back to their regular form. But they usually do have some kind of tell if they're changed. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you have something to add to this, Brit? No, no, I don't have something to add to this, but my brain is screaming. What's your brain screaming? That's not actually Resh Balar, and that might be a lunar that's dead. And Resh Balar ran off with the money. 
Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I feel like after extensively looking over the body... It also doesn't explain the, um, the, the, the hellhound. The dog. Yeah. Yeah, the dog. Yeah. But damn, would that have been a plot twist? That would have been a fucking clean getaway, too. I mean, also, if this wasn't done in the alley, mm -hmm. where was it done at, and how long ago was it done at? How long has this person potentially been Resh Bilar? Oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, no. They robbed us. Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the good word out about the work we put into this show. If you wanted to ask us any questions, you can contact us through Twitter at a pair of dice lost or email at a pair of dice lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Dragon Dance by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. And for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did. So have some stunt dice. If no one else wants to go, I can go. I'm not saying all this. I just had a whole big scene, so. Yeah, I just did something too. I let Brick go. The. Let me find the really cool name for it real quick. This is not what that I'm looking for. Give me that cool shit. There used to be like things that they would like call, uh, call solars, and I wanted to like find it. You mean like. The, the names and stuff for them? Like the side yeah. names? Yeah. Uh, so depending on what cast you're doing, which I can kind of guess which one you might be doing for him, uh, if you look in the solar book under the specific cast, it'll have like the old names listed for it. I actually have storms written somewhere, but I don't have anybody else's. Like I had the, the, whatever her fucking cast is called, night cast. Yeah, I'm just having trouble finding where that those are. For some reason. Ah, there we go. It was in traits for some reason. Weird. It's like, it's so far down. Thank, thanks, Divine. I, I just kind of have this feeling about you that you know how to do front of housework. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Direct. <laughs> oh man, time to play my job, the game, my job. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one, Brendan. That's the thing. Hotels are always screwing people over. We are charging people $214 a room on the weekends when we need to charge them 60 to break even. And that's standard. So I'm taking a quarter of 214 off and then adding essentially another $100 on it. Hotels are already a ripoff, Brendan. That's... That's completely fair. Uh, I was hoping it was going to be something more fun, like fuck Ricky. I what? do hear fucking Ricky is pretty fun. Not this early in Act 2. Wow, guys. Gotta buy drinks first. Wine and dine, if you may. Wait, we did already buy Ricky drinks. That yeah. was their in calibration. I think that ended in me like... 
getting shot on by Thanos again. I think so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One day I'll finally start catching up on editing these episodes. <laughs> it seems that someone else... Wait, I'm not doing his voice right. I can tell because I, I'm not sitting up straight and have my hands on my hips. Is that your precursor for being able to do that accent? Yes. Okay. Is there anything else you guys would like to roll before we call it? Like to roll a fucking joint with all this twists and turns. <laughs> you keep taking me down this. You keep taking me down this twisting ang- this twisting path in the forest here with the plot. I'm gonna roll my fucking ankle. Good game, GG guys. Mm. Um. Okay. Then I'm gonna get Craig on out of here, and uh, oh right, and I'm gonna get give a give a link to you all about how that that dude wasn't lying about uh, certain things. Oh no, that's Craig. It's Craig's link. I, you don't need that. I wish What's I was wild kidding. Magic. Yes. Uh, I guess the shortest version would probably be more like Fey Magic, mm. Fey Wild Magic.